0: To co. So today I'm running solo, uh, and we're about to call in Philip Moore, check in on him, and get him on the cast. So give me one moment while I call him in. All right, so I'm just going on my phone. Philip just told me that we're good to go. So let's call him. Here we go. Yo, what up? Can you hear me? Philip? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, I can hear you. Alright, cool, man. Uh, We're recording, so what up, dude? Not much.
1: What's going on?
0: Uh, same as you. Just got out of therapy and just set up a new room to record in, in my house. Spent all day cleaning.
1: Nice. Yeah. How's, uh, are you guys locked down in Oakland too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's weird though. Cause like, um, I think I saw like a drone footage thing of like San Francisco the other day. And it was like, just everything's like dead as shit. There was like very few cars on any road. Uh-huh. Um, and me and my partner went to walk our dog at this like, uh, nature reserve he placed earlier today and there's like a fair, fair amount of people there but then like when we were driving back in like, there's still plenty of cars on the freeway and shit so I don't know kind of confusing this lockdown situation
0: yeah I would agree I feel like either you gotta make it full mandatory or I don't know Cam was telling me that there's so many like different uh ways to go about it like you're you're not supposed to leave your house but you can go get groceries and you can go to the doctor which makes sense but you can also go outside yeah. as long as like you're keeping that social distance, so I'm not sure what's going on. I know Idaho, which is the next state over from us, um, the border is only about an hour and a half away. They just locked down today, so I'm assuming that Salt Lake's on cue to do the same thing.
1: Yeah. So they hadn't officially done it there for you guys
0: yet? No, they limited us to um, uh, groups of under 10 or okay, mm-hmm. but then I heard that got lifted, but then I heard it's still in place. So, yeah, it's, like, it's just super confusing. I'm not really sure what's happening right now. Interesting,
1: interesting. Okay,
0: okay. How's, uh, how's your arm? Uh,
1: it is. Uh, uh, it's in a cast, but smaller than the one it was in before, and that is good. But it's still really pretty uncomfortable because I can't, like, you know, I, don't, I can't fully uh, manipulate my arm like normal. Mm -hmm. like it's not like a cast on just the end of my arm it's like it's uh kind of clasping my elbow if that makes sense like on both sides so you can't turn your arm up if that makes sense
0: so you have like almost like a 90 degree cast around the actual like elbow joint well it's a it's like
1: on on each side of the of the joint so like i can go up and down 90 but i can't go like you know, like, if you were holding a plate, like, to serve someone, and, like, you were going to hand them a plate, I can't do that with my hand. Like, my arm, it oh. won't it won't let me. You can't straighten. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, damn, that is uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. For anyone, um, that, for anyone that doesn't know, um, how'd you go about breaking that? Oh, I was uh, filming for the Rollerblade edit
1: uh, for the New Jack Skate slash, I guess, me being, like, on the Rollerblade team or whatever. Yeah. Uh, someone was Taylor I was skating a kink rail, and I don't know. I really, I feel like it's lame if I say it, but like I, I was extremely close to back fast lighting a kink rail, and then I fucking broke my arm. You <laughs> <laughs> had it, yeah. but you didn't, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bummer.
0: What was your? Uh, have you broken bones before skating?
1: i yeah. uh, broken my sternum and like one rib I've broken my finger and a toe that's actually yeah and a toe and like my kneecaps are both like really fucked up one of them has like a bunch of craters in it and stuff bashed it a bunch of times I don't know
0: how would you rate the pain scale on this one compared to the other breaks or other falls
1: how would I rate this one yeah like honestly the fall impact pain was like i would say like 5 6 but then after math pain like once i did it like i broke my arm in the radius ulna and then i dislocated my wrist like really good mm-hmm. so like my my hand was just basically like dangling on my on my arm Jesus, yeah. or at the wrist or whatever just kind of down, like ESG freaked out cuz like I, I was trying to get up like right after it happened and he's like no no don't move cuz your hand's just like fucking dangling there and like i i couldn't feel it at all so like I would say like maybe the adrenaline or whatever is like the fall. And it's like, I watched it happen. It's like one of those falls where you're like in slow motion as you're like, oh shit, I fucked up. And like, all right, I got to put my hand down. Oh damn it. That's too much weight on the one hand. So I just like watched the wrist bone, like kind of go farther and farther out. So it was like, that's too far. And then on the ground with a broken hand and arm. So yeah, the pain of the, uh, like the, the, what do you call it, the stuff they have to do after your arm is broken. That pain was, I'd put that more around to like a nine. Because they, they fucked me up with that local anesthetic. I, I thought I was going to fucking die.
0: <laughs> like to set it back in place?
1: Yeah, that fucking needle was huge. I wish I hadn't looked at it. I feel like it was like the size of a pencil. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, that's going to go in my arm. I hear
0: that. I, I shattered my hand like ten years ago. Skating yeah. and ended up like, it was on a Hubble ledge. Like a... Mm-hmm like a flat down and I was doing a negative across just a negative no grab across the top yeah. and then down to the bottom and got it clean my buddy asked to film it I went back and did it again this is like mid-January in Utah and uh I jumped up my wheels just like barely went over the top of the ledge and I just slipped on the ice I was on the top of the ledge oh,
1: the, the momentum dude. I had
0: I, f- I flew like past the flat part and like past the downers fell to the ground imagine like having your hand open with your fingers facing the concrete Hit fingers Ugh. first, and it was, like, gnarly. Like, my fingers looked like a Sharpay puppy. Just, like, it was just skin because it, like, shattered into my hand itself, my fingers.
1: Fuck.
0: It was fucked, yeah. And um, my hand looked like – it looked like I was, like, throwing up, like, a, a set or something. You know, like, it looked pretty crazy. Um, But it was the same thing, like, the initial – like, I knew I fucked up as I was falling. And then – uh. Like as soon as I saw my hand, like I remember in the video, there's still the clip's still around somewhere. I just get up and I'm like, I think I need to go to the hospital. Is what I said out of my head or out of my mouth. <laughs> and uh, the adrenaline was so tough, I didn't feel anything. And then as I'm waiting in the hospital room to get treated for it, I'm uh, sitting there before they reset everything, before they do it, and like that pain started kicking in. I would probably say it was like close to a nine or a ten in pain level after yeah. the adrenaline went down. But I got the same thing. You said you have pins, right?
1: Yeah. I got, yeah. like, two screws in the bone, a plate in my wrist, and two pins in the wrist. The pins are going to come out, though. So.
0: Jeez. How long is your recovery time from now?
1: Uh, I think my next doctor's appointment to get the pins out is on the 17th of April. And then I think the cast comes off. I'm, no, I'm pretty sure the cast comes off as well and the pins come out. I don't know if I'll get, like, a soft cast or have to wear a brace or whatever, but... Uh, I hopefully can do some fucking top and negative markets and shit. Fingers crossed.
0: In when now? How long? Uh,
1: like a month from now.
0: Well, I guess like right now, probably, like three weeks. Like okay. Three weeks from now. So that's not. So you're over the hump. Yeah. Right
1: on. It doesn't feel like it though. Like I feel like I've been like pretty lucky in my arm itching and like not like the arm in the cast like itching and like I haven't really been fucking with a uh, like a. Any, like a zip tie to scratch it until like recently, but I feel like I have so much more time that I'm just like, shit, I know it's going to get worse and more itchy, and I'm just going to be like, fuck, I can't get to it. Because like, there's also like, I had to have surgery. So like, there's a, like a wound with stitches, there's sutures on it. So like, I have to be really careful with the zip tie to like, not open some shit up while I try to scratch, 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 scratch the itch. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm over the hump, like the major hump. Yeah, the annoyance hump, I'm not over that yet.
0: Are your pins in your bone and then stick out of your skin, or are they just all internal? Out of the, out of the skin. Like, when he, when he showed it to me, I was like, what the fuck is that? How, how is that a fake Yeah,
1: It's just like my, my skin just heals around the base of it, and he's going to pull that out of my skin again? What That's fuck?
0: exactly how it happens. When I got my pins out, I texted you earlier and was like, it's a really weird but kind of fun feeling to get them pulled out. It feels like the best way I can describe it is like a vacuum feeling like a suction feeling but within your bones which is like the weirdest thing to say ever but like totally does not hurt to get them out you're just like what the fuck when it happens it feels super weird um right. so do you have to like are you plastic so like when i had my hand broken i had to plastic bag it to shower and raise it up over my head to not get water into the you know to avoid infection are you doing the same thing
1: yeah i got like something on uh okay say ebay and on amazon that's like uh it's like a big ass uh cooking gloves but it's like it's, for, it's specifically for cast coverage or whatever mm. and uh it works pretty good but like it's so tight on the like suction part at the top of my like where it goes on and like i feel like it's killing circulation so i'm like trying to shower really fast because i feel like it's like cutting off circulation in my arms so like my arms like i feel right I'm killing the blood flow to it so like i don't know just buggy but yeah, I'm glad to be able to shower again, because when I had that other cast, I pretty much couldn't shower, because it was, like, so, it went all the way up my bicep, so, like, I couldn't, like, if I got, I don't know, yeah, it, was, it was rather funky. I did a lot of, uh, like, towel baths for, like two, three weeks.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So, what else is going on? How's, um, how's the lockdown treating you? How are you feeling about all that? I guess, what's going on, uh-huh. like, in your head? and We can bounce back and forth, because I have had a lot of quite a few things happened to me in the last week as well.
1: Wait, oh wait, sorry, your phone your phone broke up or something, or maybe my did. I, I heard how I deal with the lockdown and then after that it started getting a little fuzzy.
0: Oh, just how are you dealing with the lockdown? How are you dealing with everything like interpersonally with what's going on in the world? What's your Ooh. what's your personal insight? I know it's a loaded question, but and then I was saying we could bounce back and forth because I've had so much happen to me this week. It's been like a, yeah it's been like back to back to back Trouble, and I feel like I could have tapped out like the first time, and then it just kept kicking me while I was down. So that's where I'm at, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. It's like, uh, okay, so the session I had with my therapist before the lockdown happened was, um, like the Friday before I broke my arm, so like I broke my arm on a Saturday, and then the yeah, so. Like, the last session I had with my therapist, I was talking about how, like, I don't uh, feel like I always have to, like, be doing something or have to, like, you know, stay productive or, like, you know, whatever, like, that stupid bullshit capitalism nonsense. So, like, uh, it's, like, so I was talking about that, and then um, I was telling her, like, yeah, I'm going out to film tomorrow, like, I uh, hope I don't break my arm. I didn't remember that I said this to her, but she says that I did, and so I was like, shit, I don't remember saying that, that's wild, though, because the next day I broke my arm. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's fucked up, but, like, it works out. The like thing that I was talking about, how like, I don't I feel like I don't want to do all the stuff that I feel like I'm obligated to do, but now everything's kind of shut down. So, like, I went a week without work or went a week off of work because I had surgery on my arm, and then I went back to work for a week, and then everything shut down. So, it was like I got the thing I asked for, or like the world also broke its arm at the same time that I broke my arm.
0: Yeah,
1: it's pretty convenient in that way.
0: That makes sense. And so, what, like, go ahead.
1: Oh, I like it's just like everything kind of slowed down, even though it slowed down in a way where it's like also oh, sort of stuff people are dying in some ways, in some places or whatever. But like, uh, yeah, it's, like, it's um, an interesting turn of events for sure. Like very, uh, what do you call it? The what's the word? Shit, I can't think of it. Uh, serendipitous. There we go.
0: Jeez. And what do you do? I guess for everyone that doesn't know, which I don't even think I know, what do you do for work?
1: Oh, yeah, I, I work at a school in Berkeley as like a playground supervisor. Uh, I just like hang out with kids on the yard, like make sure they don't hurt themselves and die and uh, there for like probably half the day. And then I teach rollerblading classes in the afternoon. Uh, I also used to do some uh, work with like kids on the autism spectrum, but I haven't done that for like the last couple months because I've been trying to get more into the rollerblading classes. But then this happened. So. I'm trying to currently figure out if I'm going to be able to teach and not necessarily, if I'm going to be able to teach my role-playing classes, uh, virtually, but if all the kids that are in the class have access to be able to like, le- you know, learn that way, like be able to actually put their shapes on and do stuff or like if they even have, like all of them have computers and FaceTime whatever, or Google hangout capability and just so, like, I don't know. There's a lot of logistical shit with that now, so yeah. Like, I work at the school, uh, and then I also rollerblade class teach for kids at uh, after school programs at a couple of Berkeley schools and after school programs.
0: So are the schools still closed out in Berkeley?
1: Yeah, all the schools are closed in Berkeley, in Oakland, San Francisco. <laughs> What's the duration?
0: You think is it still a? Uh, is it like April seventh oh. or thirteenth or something?
1: From best case like scenario. Yeah, like, well, I, I hadn't even heard that. That's a, that's a fun one. I like that as a thing. I think that's what they said the first week. But everything I've heard from the people at my school is, like, most likely they're just going to be virtual, doing virtual school until the summer. And then hopefully we'll come back in the fall. Wow.
0: And then as far as yeah. your skate classes go, uh, do you find a way to provide the kids with skates? Or is it kind of something where, like, the parents are in, in charge so, of getting their kids uh, the equipment to be able to learn?
1: Well, that's the thing so um, I, I've been teaching the class uh, through the actual program I was working at for at this point this is like, fourth or fifth year I think I think it was the fifth year mm-hmm. um, yeah fourth or fourth year I think this this is the fourth year so like the first uh, two or three classes I did I wasn't providing skates there's two or three like courses I did or whatever I wasn't providing skates because I just I didn't have them and I would just gotten out here so I was just like barely getting by just like trying to like I had everything going for myself. And then the most recent classes I taught before this year, I bought a bunch of driving all around Oakland and Berkeley, dropping off skates to people, or at least dropping off skates to the front porches and front yards of people so that I don't get contaminated and don't contaminate them, and then trying to figure out teaching those classes to, like, 18 different kids yeah. for just this one school. Yeah, Jeez. I don't know. It's such a weird time
0: to yeah, right? yeah. I Yeah. Um, so last week, I lost my job because of all this going on. Yeah. I didn't think... Uh, I didn't think, you know, food being eaten, you know, 3,000 miles away, however many thousands of miles away, would result in me losing my job, but here I am. So I'm just, for me personally, it's also kind of like a, I'm in a real what-the-fuck state of mind right now. Yeah. Also, no one's hiring, so, I mean, you know, good for you for keeping that job, and that kind of also says a lot about the education field, you know
1: uh i mean i'm trying but it's like yeah like i i understand i know what you mean i'm like i'm still in the what the fuck because like with the uh with the school that i work at like thankfully i'm still being paid right now and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get paid until the end of the year but they have me doing like yeah i'm just doing like whatever random busy work they have that i can do while the other teachers are doing like virtual teaching because like there's no yard for kids to be on there's no playground for them to play on or me to like supervise them so i'm just like all right, I'll be at home if you guys need me to, like, shoot an email or put something on Facebook or whatever. Just, like, I'll do it. But, like, this feels kind of fucked up. But, like, I don't know when this is going to end and I can be more useful to you because, like, there is no end date. It's just, like, fuck, everything's closed because coronavirus. But, like, we don't really have plans.
0: <laughs> totally.
1: like, no, but at least doing- it's
0: nice that they're keeping you on payroll. From I mean, yeah. what I've, for, I've heard so many things. I'm. It's weird because I'm trying to keep, like, as much of a beat on – What's going on just to stay educated, but at a certain point, I also feel like I need to like look away from my phone and my computer and the news because it's just like it's saturated and overwhelming. Um, Yeah, and that being said, like, uh, I mean, some of the best case scenario I've heard is July, and then I heard yesterday about uh, you know Trump saying he's trying to open by Easter, which I think would be a great mistake, but (laughs) I'm also not in charge of the country, so. I hope. Yeah. Uh, I hope even if that happens, hypothetically, uh, that everyone else is going to still take precautions, and stay inside.
1: Yeah, like I've heard some stuff that, like I don't know, like yesterday, as uh, I was partner, I was like, I'm taking today off. I'm not looking at any coronavirus shit today. Like I don't care. Like I mean, I care, but like I can't, like ruin my my mind, my state of mind for like that. Like I'm already doing what I can. I'm staying at home. I'm like not going out and contaminating people or whatever. But like i got to take some mental space for myself to not think about this fucked up thing that's happening in the world for just one day. So um, I've heard also some stuff where it's like some people said like 18 months potentially or whatever, and it's like, wait, what? (laughs) And I'm like, there's no way. We can all be like this for 18 months. (laughs) The world will literally shut down, which is awesome because like maybe capitalism actually dies. That'd be tight. But like, you know, we'll see where that goes. And, uh, but I mean, if Britney Spears is calling for it on Facebook and Instagram... Yeah, uh, I think, you know, that could be, maybe that's a thought.
0: Sorry, you might hear some background noise. I just had my little mic stand fall apart, um, so I'm just going to hold the mic. So give me one second. Um, but yeah, everything you just said runs true. Can you still hear me? Am I talking too loud, too quietly?
1: No, no, yeah. It's good. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can totally. You're coming crystal clear, so that's good. All right, good. Um, so can for my, anyone, this yeah, is I'm all going to, all that little background noise is going to come through on the recording. And the whole reason I was trying to – so I'm, I'm having you tonight, which is great. Um, and then at some point this week, uh, we're also going to do Banning, who's under the weather right now. Not the Coronies, oh, yeah. but he's just – he's coming off a of cold, so he's, like, kind of trying to get his voice back. Um, yeah. And then Brando as well. And I'm supposed to do a uh, follow-up with Cam. But the the reason I was trying to, like, push to get – anyone I can on this podcast is because I feel like, you know, rollerblading is so, uh, like media driven where before you'd kind of wait, like you'd hear like, for instance, mind game had a new DVD or sorry, VHS at the time. So you'd wait and you'd go to your skate shop, buy it or buy it online. Yeah. Where now everything is like, so, uh, you know, YouTube driven or Vimeo driven or self-eye driven where like everything's like on demand. No one can really film right now. So I was thinking, well, what can I do to do my part? (laughs) Besides launch this Sorry. website, which is gonna be four one, gonna say it again right now, four one, the absolute dead launch of the website. We have all the gear, we have everything going, so that's good. But I can I can easily sit from home and phone call people and record these podcasts and put them up. And uh, yeah. and I'll say this right now, actually, I'm going you might you're gonna be the, probably the first one person to know this right now, but we are actually officially on um, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, so now people can just listen to it from their phone. So I uh, applied for that like a week and a half ago and finally found out last night that we were live. And I already like researched it and everything. So if you look up transit underscore co on either the Apple podcast catcher or on your Spotify, it'll just bring us up as a podcast. So that's pretty slick. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to like just do as much as I can. And clearly uh, the supreme reign in podcasting will always be Jump Street and I'm trying to find my voice as much as I can and trying to figure out the premise of what this is. But for now, it's a well, start.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I think, I think that's the thing that, uh, where like podcasting, I guess is a existing thing that's been around for a minute now, but like, I feel like for our sport and our field or community or whatever, it's like kind of a, a, a new, uh, a new platform. So like people are kind of struggling not necessarily struggling but kind to figure out their footing on like where the place is to be that they can talk about kind of be connected to rollerblading but they can't all just be like oh we talked to the biggest pro today and he says that he really likes doing top rolls because like that's kind of a uh, redundant and boring at a certain point like how many people can tell us what happened this week in rollerblading like we got this week in blade we got like jump street they talked to us, random pros around about like skating and their skate stuff but like there's so much more to the people that do skating than just skating so I feel like yeah, you you'll find your niche for
0: sure. Totally. Well, I mean, the the niche itself is is realistically going to be, and we're all, we're at twenty three minutes, almost twenty four minutes now. But the and I'll leave it up to you whether you would like to talk about it, which is like your mental state. But um, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, just like in depth dives of like the the person itself and kind of like what's going on in your life, what's bothering you, what has bothered you, what have you overcome, how are you feeling now, type thing. And it's not going just going to be up to the to the pros and whoever's riding for somebody. Uh, a big thing I want to do with Transit and the podcast is just have, you know, the random Joe where, like, they are a person, but maybe they're not known. Or maybe they're just, like, someone in some small town in some community that's really into skating and they have something going on where they can just call in and talk just like you and I are. And if they're comfortable with me posting it, we can do the same thing.
1: That's what I've been um, wanting to do more with uh, the lockdown podcast was like trying to figure out a way to do like a call-in aspect or like get some listener letters or something. Cause like pretty much all the podcasts I listen to that I really enjoy is at some point they involve the listener in a way, like whether they respond to letters or respond to questions or something like that, like live. So I feel like that can be a new thing, a new Avenue. That would definitely be like enjoyable for all the listeners for sure. Get them involved, you know?
0: Yeah. I think you have to get it, people uh, involved. Engagement. Good. The, the engagement so important. I exactly like what you are saying that the what's your favorite trick or what was your favorite pair of skates or how long you've been skating. That's, it's all been asked before a hundred times over. So yeah, getting more in depth questions, really getting to know someone I feel like is, is more important. And I also think for instance, if uh, hypothetically, Brasco is on the podcast, everyone already knows everything about him. He's been asked a million questions, but if someone
1: yeah
0: asks someone like, you know, the caliber of Ross Gavin, I mean, like, well, you know, how's your mental state or like what issues have you had with your interpersonal life? Like, that's a harder question to answer. You also got to build right. relationships to be able to ask those kind of questions. So yeah, I'm trying to start with, um, the people I know best, which are the riders for transit. Um, and, and even this, like, this is a learning experience for me. You and I, a lot of these people that I asked to ride, I, I told people I th- I just threw like hail marys into people's DMs to see if they'd want to <laughs> participate, and the people um, that are game, are almost. I mean, I only threw. I think there was two that I threw out that answered back and replied that they couldn't because of other obligations yeah. for people. But everyone else that I wanted, um, which is the current team, you know, we're more than obliged to help. Which is like, just I feel like so happy about that.
1: Yeah, it's
0: pretty cool. Solid group of dudes, for sure. The best group of dudes. So good. In fact, like, I stay up a couple times a week now, if I can, to stay up and listen to people that uh, video time note, warpage Yeah. And he'll just answer in Bangkok, and it'll be, you know, midnight here and 10 a.m. there, and he's about to go to class. He still <laughs> makes time to, to answer. Cam will just randomly – Cam calls me, like – and Cam, I know you're gonna listen to this, but Cam calls me to uh, like to cupcake with me. <laughs> like you'll be like, "What's up? What are you doing? Like, how's the day going?" Like, just random. It's like, it's the best. Like that that, that relationship like exists. You know what I mean? Classic Cam. He just Classic. loves talking. He just loves. He just wants to chat. Like Cam's just like a, just such a good guy. Good yeah, <laughs> he's the best. But yeah, I think I think the hardest right now, and Keen will probably listen to this too. Is Keen's tough to get? A, Keen's the hardest person I've ever had to get a hold of in my entire life. <laughs> he will an- when he him. answer like when he's available, he's available for like that fifteen or twenty minutes and he's like nonstop back and forth and then like as soon as you lose him, he's gone for like two weeks. <laughs> he's the elusive Sean King. It's true. So if you don't mind chatting about it for a minute, like what is your I mean if and you have to totally be okay with sharing it too. If you are okay. If not, we can move on. But what is like I guess what's therapy like lately? Who's your therapist? How long you been going? Um, what's kind of like the current topic? I know with me, I've been going for about a year now to my new my new guy Taylor, and uh, topics change like per month. And usually those topics will last about a month until I'm feeling like moving on to something different. Yeah, um, uh, I've
1: been seeing my therapist since like what is March? March now. So since like maybe July or something? No, since uh since like June of last year. Yeah, So like I I met her. I first saw her like right before I went to Australia last year. So like um I she's a lady from Birmingham. She's a black lady from Birmingham. I'm from Birmingham, so that's like pretty wild that I found a therapist that is also from Birmingham in the Bay Area, and I. Wouldn't have been able to find her without my partner's assistance, so shout out to them. Uh let's see. Uh I don't know. What are we uh what are we talking about with today? I was talking about some shit with my family and like just uh family dynamics type shit. and like uh I don't know. Um yeah, uh, that that one's weird. It's like uh I don't know, it's some- <laughs> Like and I've heard it a lot from people. Like, it's, it, I have that thing where you like start to feel bad because you're like, "Oh shit, I've been talking for so long," but you're like, "Shit, I paid this person to listen to me talking, so I guess it's okay." But it's still starts, like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. So we uh we're we're getting we're getting somewhere, but like my current mental state is like kind of what you said, like, "What the fuck?" And then also just kind of like, "All right, so is this like?" is this the thing that happens and like is this going to lead to something bigger than what's currently happening because like what's really happening is pretty big but like you know uh wh- where's it where's it gonna go and um there's obviously the election coming up so like the world in general is like kind of fucked. <laughs> and uh i would agree it's, it's, it's hard to yeah like um find um it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to find things that feel like they're worthwhile for doing in a world that's, like, so fucked up. Does yeah. that make sense? So, yeah, totally. that's kind of, like, is it worthwhile to do really anything yeah. in this world? Like, because, like, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I like skating, and I do I fucking love skating so much, but, like, is, is skating, like, obviously I can't do it in the way I'd like to do it right now with my arm, but, like, you know, um it's, it's yeah, it kind of throws everything into question, so that's kind of where I am I'm like but yeah I'm there a lot so yeah kind of in a very what is this and what will be next
0: (laughs) and do you feel like the answers you're getting from therapy or not even it's not even I guess we should talk about maybe therapy briefly too but are the answers generally speaking is it kind of like is the guidance helping you like do you find value in your time spent there at the office
1: Uh, I'd say so for sure I definitely like I mean, I feel like after the first few sessions, where I really like got into like some of the shit about like my like childhood or whatever, or like really talking about me more, like really beyond the like first session, like oh hi, how are you, like what's up, like this is blah blah blah, or, what's your life like or whatever. So like, uh, I I find it like extremely helpful, if only in the way that like getting things out of yourself. In that way where you're like verbalizing shit that you would think all the time but sometimes just saying it out loud is like what it takes to like get you past that thing just a little bit or like move you further towards some sort of closure or clarity on whatever the thing was by like instead of just internalizing it and thinking about it over and over in your head like getting it out having another person be able to like reflect back on it or whatever it's like yeah so is a thing, and so I uh, eventually came around and here we are, so yeah I think it's helpful
0: yeah, of course. I think finding the right it's the, the shitty part about therapy is like the only shitty part about therapy I think, is shopping around for a therapist because you do almost have to shop around and it's really draining to shop around and kind of like do those introductions for a couple of different yep. people until you find someone that you click with But when you do find that click and you do get past those first couple sessions where you're just kind of getting to know each other, I think it gets really beneficial.
1: Yeah.
0: I know personally. Definitely agree. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, like I I definitely agree. I I definitely saw a therapist through Kaiser while I was out here that was like immediately like, this is not going to (laughs) work. This is not a thing. So, like, Yeah, you definitely, it sucks because, like, it's very draining, like you said, to, like, have to start opening yourself up just a little bit to a person to kind of get a feel for where they're going to be, whether or not they're going to be the right fit for you. But, like, yeah, you got to do it if you want to find one that's going to really work for you.
0: Exactly. And for anyone that's, like, I mean, personally, I went to therapy, man, probably 10 years ago to this one guy, Paul Brandt, out here in Salt Lake was a lifesaver at the time i tried after my big breakdown that i had here like a year and a half ago tried going back to him he had switched from like single therapy to couples therapy that was like his thing now but uh the dynamic just wasn't the same so i ended up stopped going to him or stopped going to him hey pardon me
1: hey carol your your phone's breaking a little bit can you hear me now Yeah. I, I don't know if that's gonna like affect the podcast. I just don't want to feel like oh that okay. was because like I can hear you a little bit but I, it was like kinda going
0: in and out. Oh sorry, part man. I'm I'm trying to also like figure out this equipment that I'm I'm using right now. So it's fine. Like I said, these are the first couple episodes. Um If they're not perfect, that's fine. It's a learning curve and I'd I'd more so appreciate that people see the learning curve and hopefully in a year from now we have a more solid plan yeah. going. Um what I was saying is I went to a therapist like 10 years ago, um, mm-hmm. and he was really great at the time, and I went to him again uh, like about a year and a half ago, and I had my my big breakdown, what I'd probably call as my biggest breakdown. Um, and he's still great, but like the dynamic changed. You know, we been 10 years, I'm different, he's different. So I moved on. I went to this one girl who was outside of my network, and we tried to do... Uh, there's this like thing through insurance where like you can get insurance to pay for someone outside of your network if they work for you. Uh, and I Mm -hmm. couldn't get that to go, even though it was like a fantastic experience. And I found the guy I'm going to now and he's been great. But I think a lot of people are super against therapy because, um, knowing that you need to talk to someone makes it real, like makes your problems real. If That makes sense. Mm
1: Mm-hmm yeah
0: so I feel like there's there's this issue of trying to go and then when you go there's an issue of trying to open up because like your first session it's just you almost feel like you're wasting your money on your first session because you're just saying you know hello and hi and what what's going on with this and what's going on with that but people think that therapists will tell you what to do and I just want yeah. people to know that that's not the case therapists will literally they just ask you the right questions to talk through it with yourself like you were saying previously for like you to figure out your own path and sometimes speaking with someone that is uh, not one of your friends, that's not going to be like, oh, that sucks, man, or dude, sorry, bro, or whatever else, like having like an outside perspective that's completely not involved in your personal life is a huge, huge benefit to you.
1: Yeah. It's definitely really good to get that outside perspective because so much of the time it's like you said, like, yeah, people at your homies you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's just, that sucks. That's, that's the worst. Or, oh, man, that's, that's pretty bad. So, like, that's that's not really a helpful thing for you in that moment because you're just like, oh, shit, I am dealing with a thing that's fucked up and it is bad, but saying that it's fucked up and bad doesn't really do anything for me. And it's not to, like, discount your friends for, like, trying to help, but, you know, sometimes you really need that somebody that's specialized and trained to listen and objectively give you uh, some feedback. Not even, definitely not instructions or like a way to live, but like, you know, some sort of, uh, yeah, constructive feedback. That's
0: it. Um, the therapist, so I'm, I'm 33, I'll be 34 here soon. Uh, and my therapist is, his name's Taylor Manning at Compass Counseling Solutions. Shout out Compass Counseling. Um, uh, he's 20, uh, he's 28. And, uh, I remember. Your therapist think, is 28. He's 28. Yeah. So he's quite a bit younger than me. And I remember when I first sat in his, in the chair, like I came to meet him for the first, our first session. I remember I sat down and I was like, no fucking way, dude. Like this kid's, this kid, like that's what I thought. I was like, this kid is never going to know what I'm going (laughs) through. And now I've been going to him for like a little over a year now. And I'm like, there's clearly a reason that you're on that side of the chair and I'm on laying on this couch. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're a professional what <laughs> you do, and, like, I clearly need help. So, I'm like, the other thing is, like, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, this, he's, like,
1: True.
0: so, he's so sick. Like, man, shout out Taylor. Taylor's, like, he's the man. He's the best. We actually, it's funny, Um, I don't know if you're still able to physically go into therapy, but in Salt Lake, you can now. So, we're doing, uh, it's video conferencing. So, I sat with him wait, wait. woman I'm in now, and we just video chatted. We had our session via... Pretty much FaceTime, but it's over, uh, what's it called? The Zoom chat.
1: Yeah, I did mine on Zoom.
0: You did yours on Zoom too? Yeah. Yeah, so same. So we yeah. did that, we hung up, and actually, um, this is pretty cool. I mean, people, I kind of told everyone that's part of the gang in our little group chat as part of the plan, but um, Taylor and I are doing our first podcast this week, so Taylor's also involved in transit because he's going to be doing um, podcasts. Taylor. Like, Taylor Manning, my therapist.
1: Okay, great. Okay. Yeah, okay. so
0: like that's part of the the other like transit. We're just trying to help mental health. We're trying to help promote you know whatever we can as far as like being mentally stable or finding help, whatever we can do. But uh, Taylor and I will have our first podcast this week. He's graciously um, allowed me to be able to record his voice and and we'll talk from a professional stand. He'll be able to talk from a professional standpoint, um, but I'll be able to have people you know, set in, or send in questions and do, like, a and a where he can answer from a professional standpoint, which I thought was, like, really cool, like, super cool of him to do and, like, really just kind of, like, puts us on the level that I want to be at, which is hard to say because we haven't even launched yet, but I'm just trying to do, like, as much as we can on the pre-planning side. But we do have, like, this isn't going to be a one-time thing. Like, Taylor, my, uh, the therapist, uh, <laughs> licensed therapist, will be a regular on the podcast to just help answer anyone's questions, to be able to answer Q&As, to do anything like that. I Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Can you hear me?
1: Okay. Yeah, like, the last thing I heard you say was Taylor will be a regular on the podcast and answer questions. Is that
0: right? Yeah, that's correct. So he's going to be a regular on the podcast. He's going to be able to... Um, answer questions for everyone is that better can you hear me now
1: yeah yeah okay sorry okay. it was just there i was a little choppy yeah i just i didn't know if there's anything in between there that I, or like after that, that I missed. um well yeah that sounds really sick like <clears throat> excuse me i feel like it's it's really good to like <clears throat> a, be talking about mental health but to like actually have a mental health professional on board to like assist in like guiding people a little bit and like i was gonna suggest uh that this thing open Path or whatever that's i think the thing that uh, a way that you can find therapies therapists in your area or whatever that like you if you want to if you're looking for something sliding scale if like money is a giant issue then like yeah because i mean money is a giant issue for everyone especially now fucking work but uh yeah uh, so yeah definitely open path is, is a way that you can find fucking therapists but also yeah i think that's that's really really great like yeah more of that more of that in rollerblading podcasts
0: yeah, well I don't know if Philip, I don't even know if you and I have talked about like what the website's gonna include, but why the website's taking so long to build is um the website's actually gonna have a full resource center for people to be able to find help uh in their oh, area. Yeah. And, like how to find help with and without insurance, how to do so it's gonna, like I'm trying to build like a whole back end, which is pretty difficult. And it's gonna be like fairly bare bones of how to do it for now, but we'll constantly or consistently keep building it. But there actually is gonna be pages dedicated to just being able to find. Mental health in your area for whatever your financial situation is, whether it's you can't afford it at all That's or you have some money to spend. That's so sick, dude. Yeah, thank so you. Good yeah, job. we're trying. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how the public reacts. I want. I'll. I'll. Uh. I'll give you guys all the uh when it launches. I'll. I'll privately launch it to all you guys first, so you guys can critique it. Uh, before I physically launch it, so probably a couple days before the first. So in like three or four days. Okay. Um, you guys can give me any updates you guys think should be on there, and, and I can make quick changes if at all possible.
1: Okay. Yeah, dude, that's, that sounds
0: awesome. I'm very much excited. Awesome cool. in the truest sense of the word. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other thing we're doing, and I mentioned this on the last one. I don't know if you heard the one with me and Tori.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, the other thing is I've already created a like a private Facebook group uh, that will be like, you'll have to be answer questions to get accepted into it. So it's like, you know, just not anyone can log into it, but it'll be like a, a transit community, uh, Facebook page where people can just log in and talk within like with their peers kind of thing with other role about like what's going on in their lives to ask for advice, whatever else. And it's all, you know, private. So no one can come in and slander or make fun of you. There'll be moderators that will, you know, quickly assess situations if they get out of hand. Um, yeah. Just like a private, like a safe space for, for people to just yeah. kind of chat. So that'll just be kind of like, I was, I was looking initially into like some sort of message board and realized that Facebook's really like the ultimate message board as it already exists. So I just made a <laughs> private Facebook page and it's not launched yet. It'll be uh, a link on the website and we'll be approving people instantly as soon as we launch the site. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That sounds super sick. I'm, I've I'm been I, I like it. I like right here. Yeah, sounds good. I think this is definitely something that can be very important for all of things. Thank sure.
0: you. Yeah, the last thing I wanted to do was just be a a, a, t- a fucking t-shirt brand with a logo on it. That's that's not the point of Transit. I mean, care. Li- I yeah. mean, if we sell product, great. And I'd love to sell product because that'd be great. <laughs> but uh, when it comes down to it, Transit is about mental health and just supporting each other. So yeah, could, that's purpose if number if we one. We can help people. That would be way way thicker. Totally. And we'll go back in and, and once we launch, um, I mean, you already know about it, but we'll, once we launch and we see kind of like what's selling, what's not selling, I'm going to do another podcast where we'll get kind of the team together and we'll introduce mm-hmm. everyone into um, how the team rides are getting paid because it's the other big part of transit is everyone right now pretty much rides for free or a small travel budget um, for companies that can't do it, which Rollerblade's one of them, so congratulations on getting on rollerblade because that's actually really slick and shout out to Tom yeah, Heiser, sorry. who actually like will pay out his riders which is really great. Shout um, out to Tom, very good guy. Tom is the best. So I I'm not going to get into it now because I still need to go over everything with Tori, but there are uh not there are there is uh there is a payment plan for all transit riders and that is we handpicked the team for who we wanted and who we thought would be justified for getting paid. And and we're talking like, you know, decent. It's, I'm not going to say more than that without trying to, um, (laughs) without like burying other companies that aren't doing it or that I feel like aren't paying enough, but uh, there is a plan and, uh, and it's going to be sweet. I'm, I was talking with Tori the other day and he's like, we picked the worst possible time. (laughs) <laughs> to launch a brand with all this coronavirus <laughs> stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah man. Pretty or, Ooh, we pretty much pick like, yeah, it's the, the tides are against us. But I also think that we'll weather the storm. I also, I was thinking, yeah. I was talking with my, with Taylor, my therapist today. I was like, how cool would it be too to go like, when did you launch? And we can go like right in the smack dab of coronavirus. You know, like I think there's also th- something to say about being like, we decided to launch anyways, no matter, like, what, and we just wrote it through, and I hope that means yeah. something to people, because we believe so strongly in this, and, and at this point, a lot of us being at home, we have nothing but time, and we're going to put all our time and all our effort into um, the community that we love most, and the community that has showed us so much love for as long as we've been involved in it, so we just want to, you know, go forward and, and pay it forward yeah i
1: mean you've got the time now so it's like might as well put it into something that you fucking love versus like the same bullshit that the world just put out there for us like cause i feel like it's like it's super ice that you got uh got laid off but like in a way it's like all right with all this other nonsense it's like it does give you a little bit of time that you can like spend on this thing that you really care about and like matters more than just getting paid to, like, work in a, as a cog in a fucking giant bullshit system that, again, hopefully falls apart because of all this, fingers crossed. I hope that's the silver lining. But, yeah, so, like, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's not all, it's not the worst. It's, it's bad, for sure, but it's, it's not the worst.
0: Totally, and I hope, and I actually, you brought up a great point. I think a lot of what's going on right now, and for anyone that is listening or will listen or will backtrack and listen to this at some point, Find the fucking silver lining. Like, no matter what you're going through, no matter how shitty it is, as fast as all this shit burnt down, it'll rise back up in the same speed. And, and you can find your silver lining. If you have a bunch of downtime, do something cool. Do something you never – yeah. or were never able to do. Do something that you've always wanted to do. Do something – like, be productive with your time. Set boundaries for yourself, whether it be I will no longer do this or I am going to do this from now on. Like, just make – just do – can do anything. Be productive on in your own home. You know what I mean? Like, and you will, I think everyone from this, this could be a silver lining. This is a, the most terrible possible thing that could happen to humanity at this point, I think. I mean, there's clearly more terrible mm-hmm. things, but, man, like, you can make such a difference and learn so many things with what's going on right now within yourself, within your own confines. And, yeah, and you can just really, man, there's, there's so much to do when you're at home. There's so much time to think. This is like really a, could be a great productive time for people.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, at least take it as a as a time to like do something to better yourself. I mean, it doesn't have to be something like, all right, make a bunch of money or like save the world, but like do something to like, you know, make yourself a little bit better. You got a little bit of time, if, if anything. Agreed. Unless you're one of the people that has to work through this like outside of your house and you're still having to go out and be out and that shit all the time. Like Yeah, I mean.
0: My lady Thanks is still to those going people. To work. She's wondering why she's being, uh. Where? you know, she's, she's, there's, there's still people coming work? in. Uh, she works for, she's a manager at a car dealership. Mm.
1: What? People are still buying cars right
0: now? Well, here's the thing. Not really, but there's people, so she's mm-hmm. a manager at a, a Range Rover mm-hmm. dealership. All the rich people need their cars. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, the, that's the 50-50 with me as I'm like, aren't buying cars but I think people that have money could probably care less what mm. the economy is doing could buy cars. But her number one yeah. complaint is there's someone that could not be interested in buying a car at all and they want to go on a test drive. She has to go on a test drive with them regardless. So she feels like she's being exposed possibly to something yeah. harmful. That's so that's good. that's the hard part and we're figuring it out. But like I said, Idaho just went under lockdown we're state over. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it if was in that queue right now to be next within you know by by the weekend, even who knows. Yeah. Hmm. But it's a tough world we live in. No, who knows? Alright, Philip. I'm gonna let you go. We're already at 50 minutes. That's uh it.
1: that's a full therapy session, bro.
0: This is a full yeah, dude, except this one didn't cost 120 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> A little bit cheaper, a little bit. A little bit cheaper, a little bit cheaper, but um, let's link up again soon. I'd like to do this as long as everyone's in lockdown. I'd probably, you know if, if all else, if you're able to, I'd like to do like once yeah. a week, like a once a week catch up with everyone just to kind of keep everyone caught up, give everyone someone to listen to, especially now that we're on Spotify and on <laughs> iTunes, and we'll just kind of keep it going from there. Just make it like a weekly event. It doesn't always have yeah. to be this long, yeah. but just like, you know, something fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Right on. Maybe, like, yeah, we could, if, yeah, like, if, uh, if there's, like, questions that we can, if there's any listeners that are listening and are going to listen to this and you have questions for, like, the writers or fucking Imperial or Tory or whatever, just, like, send us those questions somewhere. Uh, I don't know if you'll have to direct them. I'm not sure where to. <laughs> yeah, I'm working that out,
0: too, but, yeah, I think the next, the next go about, by next week, I'm going to have, uh some sort of QA for everyone. And I and probably realistically, if is good, um we can even do a podcast once a week where we answer questions, people that write in, and then maybe we can even do like a quick like twenty or thirty minute IG chat or like IG live where people can ask or ask questions like uh in the chat and you can answer them right away. That sounds cool. (laughs) I'm down. Alright Philip, we'll plan on that. I'll uh, I'll text you and link up with you at some point later this week and we'll figure something out for next week. All right, sounds good. There right, any, cool. is. any last words? Uh stay safe
1: and please stay inside and like you know, if you guys stay inside, the longer you stay inside, the sooner we can go outside. I'd really like to go outside more, like with my friends and stuff. So like when my arm is put back together. I'd like there to be an outside that I can go to with my friends.
0: So stay inside, guys. Thanks. Very well said, actually. <laughs> cool. All right, Philip. Well, have a good night, man. All right. You too. Later, dude. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. Well, shit. We just got hung up with Philip. Um, last words. Philip said it best. Uh, the longer we all stay inside, the more we're going to have a nice outside to go into when we. Get out of this quarantine. Um, if you're stuck at home right now, thank you so much for staying at home. If you're not stuck at home and you have the ability to go out, uh, please do it responsibly. I'm not going to tell you what to do. No one here is going to tell you what to do. You can tell yourself what to do. Um, be responsible. Stay six feet apart. Listen to the CDC, you guys. Uh, they know best. Listen to you know, WHO. Listen to everybody. Uh, and make rational judgments of what you can do. That being said, this is Kirill Brainin with Transit Podcast, and you have listened to myself and fill Moore. Take care. I
1: like to rip off